Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed Big VJ checking in. We got a question on the table. Yes, yes, yes. We're talking relationships and we have a question on the floor. We have a question on the table. And uh, we're going to do our best to talk about it. We can't do it without your help. This is a grown folk conversation. No judgment though. Anytime we're talking about somebody's life, this is a no judgment zone. And we got something on the floor from one of our sisters that is 44 years of age. She's married. And she just want to hear some comments concerning a matter that she is facing, right? So we're going to do what we can as a village to lend our assistance. But before we do, I want to say this, right? Um... We're all humans. Nothing is perfect. We got to work our way through some things. So, like we always say on this podcast, whatever you think marriage is, we will highly encourage you, beloved, to don't work on that. Don't work on that. Don't put no thought in it. The friendship aspect of marriage. Put the energy there and work on that. This is the reason why we say that, you know. If you walking around and you playing the role of us of a husband, right? And your spouse is walking around playing the role of the wife, or vice versa. You walking around playing the wife and your spouse walking around playing the husband. Um it's going to be some ups and downs in marriage. Now, what you will learn is that people can still treat you a certain kind of way. I don't want to say people. Cause we're talking about marriages. A spouse can love you and treat you a certain kind of way. But if people care about you as a person, as a friend, they won't. It's, called, it's almost like it's a little backwards. But it's the reality of the matter. Um, the unfortunate thing about our village is that our people instinctively kind of know how to be always on the up and up with the best friend. The best friend get the best out of our people. But the spouse may not because the spouse is kind of like they play this position of like the fairy tale role. Uh, he's the knight in shining armor. You know, 
uh, she's the most noblest woman. She, you know, she's virtuous and all these things. And when she is not that, she try to hide that from you because you put her on such a high pedestal that damn, when she just want to tell you how she think and what she feel, you know, she don't want you to get weirded out. Same thing for the husband, right? He's such a knight in shining armor. He does everything right. So the little king's in his armor. He can't even share it with you because he's like, damn, you put me so high on this goddamn pedestal. <laughs> it's going to be weird if I have to come down. But if we play the oneness game, because this is what the marriage is really all about, being one. I have to show you the dirty parts of me. You got to show me the dirty parts of you. So we just know each other now. Be like, okay, I'm married to her and she's A, B, and C. Or you're married to him and he's A, B, and C. You dig? But I know him. We talk about everything. And it's a no judgment zone when we talk to each other. Um, In the age of technology, you can create your own character in marriage through secrecy that's why we ain't with no secrets over here if you got a social media account your spouse should know and had a password period if you got a, a cell phone your spouse should know the code and the, it ain't no secrets y'all want how can you keep a secret from yourself your husband is the male version of you the wife is the female version of the man so it ain't no we just want um we own each other's apps. We we share locations. I know where you at. You know where I'm at. We're one. Wherever you are, I am. Wherever I am, you are. We're the same person. There's nothing in secret over here. So when something is going on in your world, it got to be put on the table. No judgments on. I think it's cool that we begin this conversation with that. Because the question that we're going to put on the table... Ugh, it's an interesting one. <laughs> Beloved, this is interesting, right? This is indeed interesting. And the wife wants to know this. She says, My husband left me for someone else, and now he texts me telling me I'm beautiful and that our story isn't over, and he loves me. Why is he doing that? All right, we got the question from the wife. She's 44. She put it on the floor. She put it on the table. And what she want to know is her husband left her. He dipped. He left her for somebody else. Another female. Another woman. And out of the blue, after the husband left, He's texting the ex-wife saying she's beautiful and this story is not over and he still love you and all that. And she wants to know why is he doing that? Because he broke out and I don't know what's going on. So we beloved, no judgment zone. We're going to do our best to help you out to figure out what may be going on. So everybody's comments is important everybody 
right? In my estimate, though, I look at the situation like this. Never underestimate a man's ability to make you feel guilty for his mistakes. <laughs> you can't never underestimate a nigga doing that. You cannot. He left you. So our concern as a village is, man, well, you know, he jumped up and left you. You got to be careful, little mama. You don't want to put yourself where you get caught up in this cycle of hurt. Because I'm thinking about our women and, you know, man, our sisters suffer from hypertension and anxiety. And you don't want to be on this emotional roller coaster because you just don't want to tear down your health. Worrying about this, you shouldn't. Um, it's just what it is, right? You're dealing with a person that, to me, the way I see it is, he's kind of, well, let me say this. It's got to be like two things I'm thinking about it. Maybe two things. Is it three things? Well, the two things that come to mind is this. Number one is, see, beloved, that grass it ain't always greener on the other side. And what it kind of sounds like is like, um, but he lied to himself. Your husband lied to himself. I mean, a liar deceives himself more than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? So, because, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, a liar believes that they can do what they do and remain a good person and they look for a good outcome right if you leave your wife which is yourself you leave the female version of you for somebody in the streets you know you may figure out that that grass is not greener on the other side because um the key word here is responsibility right so to leave your wife for another woman you got to be responsible for that other woman because it's your job as a man to provide protect instruct avenge and revenge you're responsible for her, right? So in any kind of relationship, yo, check this out. Especially a man. When a man is dealing with a woman, he got to be able to provide financial assistance because it's between three things. Financial assistance, emotional assistance, and physical assistance. So when he's dealing with her, he either got to help with all three things unless she's rich. You know, he may not have to do no finances unless, you know, but typically a man, when he's dealing with a woman, he got a brain again. I say it again. Financial support, emotional support, physical support. Um, now, it may be more than what he's expecting. Because, see, when you're just dealing with somebody, because most, you know, he left you for her, meaning... Um, she was the side chick and when you're in that side world it's not a real world right you just you're messing around with the person that's on the outside and you don't have the responsibility for them you don't really know them so every time that y'all meeting up y'all hooking up you know on this platform we say it's monopoly money like you're in a game and in that game there's no real responsibility y'all not paying bills y'all not kind of like uh it's a fictitious it's a fictional world 
It's not really real. You just kind of like enjoying each other. You're living in a fantasy. It's not real. Once you leave what's real at the crib and you go out in the street, now, now it's real now. Um, conversation has to be able to level up. Because when you're with your wife and you got a side piece, that conversation is if me and you was together, if I had you, we'd be doing this. We play in the, it's like a game we're playing between yourself and the outside partner. It's like you're playing a game like what things could be if the wife wasn't in the way. Or in some female situation, if the husband wasn't in the way. So that's the bulk of the conversation. And then that is coupled with sex. And then y'all may pass some gifts back and forth between each other. But the conversation is not on a higher level where it's outside of the sexual realm. Because when you got an outside interest, you can't spend hours and hours and hours with this person. You may spend four to six hours in a week with this person. You know what I mean? That's if you can really get out. That's a lot. Four to six hours in one week is a lot. Um, okay, so you leave the wife for the outside interest, and now that piece of the conversation of oh, I wish we had each other is gone. So you gotta level up and have a you and I conversation now, and it may be a little bit more difficult than it looked like. Now you see the responsibility of her. Cause now see before with an outside interest. You just there for physical support. Y'all can sleep with each other. And it may be a little emotional support. Not much because you don't stay. But pretty much physical support and financial. You might throw some money every now and then. When you live with this new female. This new broad. This new chick. This home wrecker. Now you got to deal with the consequences of what she's like emotionally all day long. Then you may have to. Now. It's a real deal. So now you may have to come in contact with her family, her sisters, her children, if she got some, how she do day to day. And you get to look in that medicine cabinet because you don't really know what her mental is like, what her health is like. Now you have to deal with that. And now it sounds like Buddy is dealing with the real package of the responsibility of this other woman. And he's trying to keep that door open so he can go to the crib if necessary. Most men that leave their wives or the other woman, they never stay longer than eight months. Before eight months is up, his black ass is back at home. It's the same for the female. When females call themselves leaving their husband for the men on the outside, man, that shit never go a year. Because now you got to upgrade the level up of conversation and it just ain't no, man, if I had you, it's not the monopoly money no more. It's not the fictitious shit. This is the real shit, man. And what you had before was that fantasy and you meeting up with a person and y'all spending an hour together here and an hour together there. And out of this hour, the sex is 15 to 20 minutes. It's passionate. It's hot. Now you left your husband for dude after that, that 30 minute sex window. Now you got 23 more hours to fill up and you ain't got shit. You ain't got shit. So you say, oh, <laughs> Like, like my little Mookie say, like my little niece say, say uh oh, I think I made a boo boo. <laughs> now, the wife and the husband try to find their way back home. Um, the thing about it is, I mean, can you deal with it as the wife with somebody settling for you? Because your husband, he just settling for you like shit. This shit ain't what I thought it would be. Um, in my estimate, that's the first thing. You know, he could be the grass is not greener. 
the second thing I can think of that may be going on is, um, you know, he's not sure. Or, or let me say it this way. It sounds like Buddy is trying to sell you hope. Until he's sure that things is going to go well with this new situation. But just in case, he's going to say, hey, baby, I miss you. You're beautiful. You know, our story not over. You know, I got so much love to give. He's trying to keep that in, that window open. And he's putting something on your mind that if you may be dealing with a new person now, you're not going to jump in it too serious because, see, you love your ex-husband and you like, man, just in case he come back, I'm going to get rid of your ass. You know what I'm saying? You talking about the new guy in your life. It sounds like he's trying to keep that door open. Um, but the thing is that if you do get back together, the person that cares the least, and I want you to hear me good now, the person that cares the least about a relationship is the one that's going to dominate the relationship. Do you, you know why? They're not willing to compromise. In order for you, sis, to put this comment on the table, I can see and everybody else can see when well, your husband, he dominates the relationship because he cares the least. When a person cares the least, they can do more. They can get away with more because they're like, well, I don't really give a shit at the end of the day. Um, and this is how that seesaw ultimately works, though, because sis, I'm going to tell you something that's going to play in your favor. You don't see it now, but I'm going to show you how this actually works because, you know, everybody reaps what they sow. You, you dig what I'm saying? What generally happens in a relationship is this. When a man is treating his wife like shit, every time you forgive him, he loves you more. He loves you more. This is the reality. This is fucked up, but this is the reality. When a man is with a woman, every time he does some funny style shit and you forgive him, he loves you more. Because he feel like, oh man, she's a rider. Look, man, she, I didn't I didn't did this and that and the third. She didn't took all this shit off me and she's still with me. She loves me. But here's the flip side of that. Every time the woman or the wife forgives the husband for fucking up, she loves you just a little bit less. So what's going to happen is that if you keep taking this guy back, you loving him a little less. And at the same time, he's going to love you a little more because he's like, God damn, she's a rider. I mean, I ain't been the most faithful man. I ain't been this. I ain't been that. And Shalana took all my shit or Shamika took all my shit. And while Shamika taking this shit or Shalana taking this shit, she's taking it. But she's loving you just a little bit less every day. Every time she forgives you, she respects you just a little bit less. And before you know it, the shit that she was dishing to her, now that she loves you and respects you a little less, years down the line, she going to dish it back to you. That's why, beloved, I don't care what nobody say. Every man that runs around on his wife, eventually, I don't give a fuck if it takes five years, it takes 10 or 15 or 20 or 25 or 30 She's going to give you back what you gave her, especially if you stay with the same woman. Nobody is fucking off on the old, on the old lady 
and then she forgives them and they run off into the sun to the sunset and it never it just doesn't work that way whatever you whatever you sow beloved that you also shall reap so sis if you take them back that's your business you know um guard your health we always say here you know you got to make sure you get an scd test you know you got to go down to that clinic get tested make sure everything is good um and then you got to put some offering on the table i mean what is the point of you taking your husband back without no good offering i mean that's how forgiveness normally works it just ain't all well you did something and uh you say i'm sorry and i say okay let's go past it it don't no that's not it um you got to bring something new to the table that because i mean again this is just our thing here on this podcast but i'm like yo it doesn't to us don't make no sense everybody got the relationship is what it is cheating is, is is a big deal infidelity is a real big deal uh why would you forgive somebody and the reward for forgiving a person is why well, i ain't gonna do it no more i'm like no you ain't supposed to did this shit to begin with so i need a good offering from you an offering is when somebody takes something out of their life they sacrifice it to give it to you so it's a level up like um it's just a level up now from the beginning you guys have already have each other passcode for social media uh for cell phone y'all should already be tracking each other because that's a that's something that the young couples do that i think is dope they have these apps where they share share each other they share pardon me i'm stumbling over my words but they share each other's location all the time I think that's dope, but that's just how they do it. Now, whatever you felt like you wanted in a relationship for offering, this is the time you get it. Yo, I need you to do this because you've been, damn, you've been betrayed. Hell, you got to work on this. Shit, you betrayed the relationship. You betrayed me. You ran out of this motherfucker with a whole nother woman. You embarrassed. You walking around. You get a divorce. And this motherfucker talking about some, hey, beautiful. He finna try to put his foot back in that household. Okay, when you bring this foot back into the household, you had to start doing A, B, and C, some shit that you always wanted him to do. And if he, that's offering. That's all I can say about that. I mean, I don't really know nothing. This is, of course, if um, the STD test go goes as follows. Closing out, I want to say this. This is important that women hear this conversation. It should be a sisterhood amongst women. You shouldn't even fuck with a married man. This is what's happening. Look what they put on the floor on the table for the village to have a conversation about. It should have never happened. Our village. It's only 30% of our people married. Out of 100%, it's only 30 married couples. Out of 100 couples. It's 30. That's Mary. The 70%, this broad could have went out and just had any other single guy in the village. She didn't. She fucked with it. That's why I can't I can't stomach that kind of shit. I don't the numbers doesn't even make sense. You don't even you don't have it. You got 70% of out. You could have ran around and talked to any guy in the neighborhood. Any guy in the village, any guy. You picked the Mary guy. This is why I can't respect that shit. I, I just I just can't. 
you know um i can't it's same thing with males i can't respect a man that's fucking with a married bro i can't do it it's it's so many single black women out here bro single black and brown why the fuck would you come and deal with a married woman and try to get her to leave the crib you could have just got anybody bro this is the shit i just i can't respect and when you read these comments when we talk about i'm like damn this is somebody real life it's like bro it's so much of this infidelity shit is unreal but to the woman that's dealing with this married man you see it again he left his home for you you're having a good time you fuck this shit up you put pain on somebody else situation and you you'll see it again the same thing that go for men that deal with married women you'll see it again bro you you fucking with married chicks and chicks in relationships it's, it's what it is but somebody gonna get your heart and you're gonna marry them and then what you put out in the world is, is gonna come back around and now you can't trip and I think uh, that'd be a good time to leave it there, right? Peace and black power to your family. Beloved, we thank you guys so much for listening. Um, let's make sure we employ married coaches, right? Marriage counseling. We talk about everything when our spouses uh Especially the embarrassing shit. Everything. Because. um, If you guys are best friends. We don't have none of this shit. Everything get nipped. In the bud. Right off the back. Because y'all are best friends. If you hear a couple. That got a divorce. All they are really telling you is. Them and the spouse that got it, there wasn't, they wasn't best friends. They wasn't. That's pretty much all they really saying. They hung around each other. They was married. They never was best friends, and now they went their own way. And so, if we can get the friendship thing where we need to get it, we can move our village the way we want to move it. Until next time, this is Big VJ, Real Black Content to the Fun Podcast, beloved. I'm gonna get it with you guys later. Peace.